0: Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Ad Project Podcast. As always, I'm your host Joe Schellerud from Ad Advance, and today I'm joined by Mr. Matt Wickland. Matt, how's it
1: going today? Doing great. Monday's off to a good start. Excited to be podcasting again with you. There you go. How are you doing? <laughs> good. Anytime I'm podcasting with you, life is good. All right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't know how genuine that was, but we'll go with it. Yeah. So, hey, So for today's podcast, what we wanted to talk through is we spent a lot of time looking back at Q4 results after every major period. We go and we pull different results, see what's changed, what's updated, what drove the most in terms of sales and return and everything else like that. And so on LinkedIn, we've had multiple different posts kind of going towards like, spend breakdowns overall and overall performance by placement and how the different metrics compared so today we really wanted to just dig in and focus on amazon sponsored ads and talk through key pieces and what we saw really move the needle as we went so you know we'll just jump into that right now i guess i'll start so First major breakdown that we did is just took a look at the allocation of spend between the different ad types. So this one, uh, sponsored products. Um, still had 80 plus percent of our spend overall. Um, if we look at sponsor brands, I'll have to pull up the exact numbers. But if I remember right, it was about 11 or 12%. And then sponsor display came in about five or 6% overall. So, I mean, I guess here in the allocations for the, where they ended up in Q4, any
1: initial takes there, Matt? Honestly, not really. I mean, it makes sense to me. So sponsor products is drives by far the most impressions. It has the most ad placements and we'll get into the performance metrics but the performance is there for sponsored products so it makes sense to be the bulk of the uh the ad investment
0: yep yeah and, and this has really been how it's been over time um products has made up the majority obviously when there was just one ad type it was a hundred percent then headline search ads and now sponsor brands came along that tended to always be around the 10 percentage range of spend um, and now Sponsored Display is is slowly growing. When we personally look at Sponsored Display, there's a lot of different ways that we could be utilizing it, especially on like the audience targeting side. Generally, we'll lean more towards DSP just because we have more control. So even though our Sponsored Display spend amounts are growing over time, for Amazon DSP, we tend to jump there a lot quicker than other people do too. So our SD numbers may be a bit lower, but I think in terms of benchmarks, it's a Pretty good frame of reference to go by.
1: Totally. Yeah. And the other change I would say over time would be the introduction of sponsor brands, video. That was a major leap to like early on, conversion rates were absolutely astounding. It's a totally new ad format. And that caused a large increase in, in spend. Allocation, you know, kind of pulling from sponsored products to sponsor brands too. Yeah. Historically. But that didn't occur in Q4. Of last year so.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Yep. So I'm just pulling up the post right now. So overall 82% in sponsored products, sponsor brands was 11 and a half percent. And like Matt was saying, sponsor brand video drove about half of that sponsor brand spend allocation and then sponsored display was the rest the 5.8%. So today we put out a post, uh, today, meaning the day that we're recording. Um, and we were really breaking down performance by the different types of placements. So since sponsored products is the majority of spend, maybe break down the three placements for sponsored products and just general trends that we've seen.
1: Sure. And a quick step back too. So I would use this if you're listening to this podcast, as a rough framework for kind of gauging your ad investment as well. Sure. Like we allocate our budgets where performance is maximized. So if you're underutilizing any of these ad types, your percent of spend is lower, higher. Um, I don't know. I would use these kind of aggregate results that we have based on tens of millions in ad spend, billions of impressions, a, s- a rough benchmark against your results to figure, hmm, you know, maybe I am underutilizing one ad type or overutilizing another. Sure. Yeah.
0: yeah. And, and that's a great point, too. So. Like when we put out aggregate metrics and reports or on social or different pieces like that, these are aggregate metrics. And so they, they encompass a number of different products, a number of different categories. And when we talk through items like spend allocation, like Matt said, we're allocating budget typically based off of general performance and what's making the most impact to the account. So it's not like we're setting specific budgets for these different types we'll set our certain bid amounts that justifies the performance that's delivered and then that kind of drives the spend. And then from there, it aggregates up to the overall spend allocation. Um, So just note when we're going through these two at the end of the day, It's thousands of different decisions that go into these and optimizations and general strategies that we're implementing for each individual product or client that kind of cascade up into these overall metrics. So like Matt was saying, these are going to be a good like benchmark to just kind of gut check your account, see maybe there's a spot where I could be utilizing it more. Um, hey that's cool I'm seeing better performance here so we're just trying to give general benchmarks on what we're seeing overall and we get a ton of data in multiple different categories to kind of spread that out over totally so, yeah so that's our that's our note <laughs> yeah so. I guess sponsored product side. Maybe yeah. we'll start walking through the placements and any key takeaways. You want to just kind of walk through the different placements and what they generally look like and what we saw?
1: Yeah. So there are three sponsored product placements that are categorized by Amazon. You have sponsored products top of search, which is that very top row of sponsored products listings when you key in a search into Amazon's search engine. That top row of sponsored products is sponsored product top of search. Yep. (laughs) Uh, Good
0: description. Yeah. The very top (laughs) row on page
1: two is not top of search. That's considered a rest of search along with everything that appears in search results that isn't page one top row. So that's the second type, rest Mm -hmm. of search. And then you have product page placements for sponsored products. And the primary placement you'll see there is right underneath the uh, listing image, the description. There's a carousel sponsored products related to this item, those are the highest volume product page placements, uh, in terms of like. Interactions. You get a ton of, you yeah. get a ton
0: of impressions for, for those sure. for sure. But click through rate tends to be a lot lower just because you're in a carousel with a bunch of other products.
1: Yep. Yeah. So anything that appears on the product page, a product listing is considered a product page, uh, impression or placement for sure. sponsor products.
0: Yep. So if we break down these three different placements for sponsor products, so we've got top of search, rest of search and product page. Um, top of search it drove a ton of ad sales. So if we look at our total breakdown for ad sales, sponsor products top of search drove 45% overall. So a huge amount, followed up by rest of search, which which drove 20.6% and then product page, which drove around 16%. And those three added up makes the 82%, 83% of overall ad sales driven. So if we look at top of search, a couple of key points. One is that click-through rate tends to be awesome for this placement. And Q4 just went to show that. So click-through rate was like 4.3%. So out of every 100 people of 4.3, would click on the ad. This compares to like product page, which is 0.1%. Crazy. you know. So just orders a magnitude higher in terms of click rate. So click-through rate for sponsored product top of search, um, it's majorly higher than any other ad type. Conversion rates are also great for sponsor products top of search, um, and so this leads to a solid A cost once we take into account the cost per click and cost per click. It, it's never as high as it probably should be based off of the performance metrics that we see, and in this case, it's still. Looks like it's overperforming the other two placements based off of conversion rate and then how much we're paying on average per click. So still, I'd still say that sponsor products, top of search, it's a key opportunity. Based off of the data, it looks like that margin has slimmed down a bit. Before, it used to really stand out, but bids have gone up over time as people are seeing the performance, but it's still not quite there based off of what we're seeing for conversion rate, average order value, and all that good stuff.
1: Yeah, and the reason for it levering, too, is in part uh, placement optimization, too, right? Like, the goal of placement optimization should be to balance the performance across the three placements. That way, your underlying bids are escalated Uh relative to the performance of each each placement. It's kind of a complex discussion to have, but that's another reason for the relative or more consistency between like ACoS across top of search product page and rest of search. Sure. But even with like aggressive top of search utilization, higher settings, we're still seeing cost favorability at top of search. So the cost premium required to get that awesome ad inventory is less than the conversion rate benefit that it offers.
0: Yep. Yep. So in general, for sponsored products, top of search, conversion rate is really good. Click through rate is really good. Um, average order value is pretty solid. And for the average cost per click, we were seeing a buck 58 as an average overall per click. And again, take this with a grain of salt because yeah. it's very category and product specific. And this is just an average But overall with that, um, we're getting a pretty solid row as, um, especially when you compare to rest, a search or product page. So you get the higher conversion rate, you get the higher click-through rate, which can help with organic rankings. And then in terms of performance, a very solid performing ad. So kind of key takeaway, this is a huge volume driver. Make sure you're focusing on sponsored products. Top of search can help drive a lot of sales can provide some really decent advertising returns from that so if you're looking at optimizing one placement that would definitely be it
1: sure yeah and the decision for how you optimize for top of search or each of the sponsor product placements it's all relative so what's the cost premium of one placement relative to the conversion rate advantage or disadvantage that that placement has sure so if it costs you know 50% less for product page, but it converts 25% less than average, like that's a cost advantage relative to the conversion rate advantage. So we'd maybe want to push a bit harder with product page within that campaign as a general rule, though, top of search significantly outperforms the other ones and the cost premium that it requires isn't up to par with the conversion rate advantage.
0: Yep. Yep. Exactly. And then if we look at the other two sponsor product placements, so rest of search conversion rate, it's about 13% on average compared to 22.6% for top of search. So conversion rate is significantly down, but still decent and click through rate. 4.3% 4.3% for top of search, 0.7% for rest of search. So it makes sense because once people are scrolling down in the search results, they're more in a browsing behavior versus the people who just click the top listing, they're probably going to be a more direct shopper and just go through and purchase that product right away. Um, so conversion rates decrease. And then once you get to product page, uh, as we talked about, there's so many ads that show up on the product page in that carousel that click through rates going to be really low. And then conversion rates a lot lower too, um, which inherently makes sense too. So if I'm on a product detail page, And now I click into another product detail page. I'm probably indicating that I'm in more of a browsing behavior too. So just with the placement of the ads and where they're set up, it makes sense. That conversion rate would probably be lower because if I'm clicking different ads on different product detail pages, I'm probably looking around browsing around comparing versus somebody again, just clicking the first listing in the search results, they're going to be much more likely to buy right away. Totally. Yeah. so these are the major three movers, 83% of overall ad sales on the sponsored side were driven from sponsor products. So if you're going to look at this really focus on your sponsor products first, make sure you've got the right bids, the right placement adjustments, and that you're optimizing these and spending the most time, effort, <laughs> detail on these different ad types before you proceed to the next ones.
1: Agreed. And then the other t- key takeaway, we've hit this a couple times, is just your campaign placement optimizations for sponsored products. So here we have top of search, which converts on average 23%. And then we have rest of search and product page, which maybe blended together 11% conversion rate. Yep. So roughly two times the conversion rate for top of search What that means is you can afford to pay two times as much per click and net to the same results. So anything within that 2X conversion rate advantage in terms of like CPC, 1.5X, 1.8X, that's like marginal profitability compared to the other placements. So bottom line, like what you should do is look at conversion rate disparities by sponsor product placements uh, across your overall account and then at the individual campaign level too. And then use that as a guiding, a benchmark for setting your placement multipliers for top of search. Sure, it's super value added. It makes a massive difference in in your account, and it's still something like when we're doing account reviews, that's frequently underutilized. Like no top of search settings at all across an entire account, or very limited utilizations or too low of settings, uh, based on what the data tells us.
0: Yep, yep, exactly. Yeah. So that's sponsor products. We'll go into sponsor brands next. Um, so for sponsor brands, we've got this broken out in three different buckets. So one is sponsor brand video. The other one is sponsor brand top of search. And the third one is sponsor brand rest of search. There was actually sponsor brands product page too, but the, the. The data that was available was so small, it just doesn't get much for traction. So I excluded that. And so for sponsor brands, video was 5.8% of overall ad sales. Um, top of search was 5.1% and rest of search was 0.6%. So really the two major movers here were sponsor brand video and sponsor brand top of search. So what, one thing that was interesting that was brought up as we put out those results is sponsor brand video. Um, when it first launched, we were getting really solid conversion rates and really solid click through rates. And over time, we've definitely seen that decrease as we go. Um, and my opinion, I love your opinion, too, is that people are just getting more used to it. When video started to pop up in search results, it would catch people's attention because it was new. Um, now I think people are just used to it. And so people don't stop as much to watch the videos, um, which drives click through rate down. And then same thing for conversion rates too. people would really stop, spend a lot of time on it, tended to lead to solid conversion rates. They're still good, but they've dropped over time too. So I guess what's your perspective on sponsor brand video ads?
1: Yeah. I, I think it's more consumer behavior and like the normalization of it being in search, like pretty much any search you enter into Amazon now has an SB video placement that's triggered. And that wasn't the case previously, like when it was initially rolled out. So I think, yeah, it's probably just a byproduct of consumers getting used to the ad placement, knowing it's an ad placement and that leading to diminished conversion rates. Sure. Yeah.
0: Sure. Yeah. And You know, a couple things that we've seen for this, too, is cost per click has definitely gone up, especially relative to the performance that's driven from the ads. And so like a lot of these that we're going to be covering here, when we got in early, bids were really low and they were new. And so they'd catch people's attention, too. And so like sponsor brand video in terms of advertising returns was just awesome when we started yeah and now it's definitely declined as bids have gone up and the placement doesn't perform as well as it used to um we're adjusting bids to account for that to make sure that again we're allocating budget to the best returns that we can get from our advertising but it's an interesting case study where in anything here if you can find those niches and get in early that's where the solid results are really going to be overall
1: yeah yeah, it was really interesting when Sponsor Brands video first rolled out and at first it was a beta, then it rolled into like general availability. Every brand's registered brand could use, use it in the US. Uh, Amazon's build or er, er, their auction model is second price, you know, so you pay whatever the next high next highest bidder pays plus a cent or two. It was actually a first price model when they first rolled out Sponsor Brands video because there were so many limited bidders. Uh, to where like initially we we're like, oh, we want these placements because they convert crazy. So we're going to bid 250. Sure. And then we walked that it down over time. And what we found was the cost per click for SB video was equivalent to like our bid minus a cent. We walked bids down to 90 cents. And that was like the inflection point. You could sure. bid as low as 90 cents, uh, with no other competition and get the placement and you'd pay 90 cents basically. Um, Yeah, and then obviously, like as it's evolved over time, it's transitioned to a full second price model. There aren't opportunities (laughs) like that in the market. There's one, which is changing. You know, one ad placement really that shows up in search. Sometimes there's two now, and I imagine that's going to continue to expand. Yeah, and because of the limited inventory, like basically one ad placement, and then the awesome initial case studies and the really unique format of it. it's, it's really competitive. So CPCs have risen, and then consumers have gotten a little more used to it. So conversion rates drop. So the cost-benefit isn't at the levels that it used to be. Sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah, another interesting piece, too, is uh, click-through rate has definitely dropped off for the ad type, especially if I compare Q4 results to even, like, Q1 through three last year. So we were over a percent for click-through rate, and it dropped to like 0.75% for us in Q4, um, which is kind of interesting to see. And some may be of the as they're modifying different placements, where they show up in the search results, and then just general shopping behavior as you go, and how many people are paying attention to the videos now that they're getting more used to it. Um so found that interesting too and we're definitely getting some comments on that that people expected it to be higher initially I expected it to be higher too looking at previous results and comparing but click through rate did drop off there I think one unique or interesting piece that also came out of this is sponsor brands top of search It's been doing really good. So we're pivoting from sponsor brand video ads to sponsor brand top of search, and this is the sponsored brand ad that shows up above the sponsored products ads. Uh, You know, right there in your search results, you can customize the branding. Typically, shows multiple products that you have. Um, So this one's been doing really well. Click through rate was 1.2 percent, and. Conversion rates were pretty solid and for us, average order value was a lot higher for our sponsor brand top of search ads Um, and taking a step back. That does make sense just because like for some of our higher price products or higher margin products, um, we tend to push a little bit harder for a sponsor brand, which needs more mid funnel marketing. Um, and this can be a great way to help differentiate yourself compared to like a lower price, more commodity type product. So that was really cool to see is that sponsor brand top of search, especially performance was really solid over Q4. What, what's your take?
1: Yeah. Uh... It's the very first ad exposure when you key in a search term. So that obviously lends itself very well to reaching the highest intent buyers. Key in a search, oh, there's a relevant group of products or product. I'm going to click through. That's what I'm interested in. Sponsor brand video, though, like you, you're scrolled depth that's deeper. You have to go sure. past that first SB impression. You have to scroll past uh, sponsor products top of search. So you're bypassing a lot of relevant products, most likely, yeah. in that journey
0: and you're starting to get somebody who's more in that browsing behavior if they reach that far down in the search results
1: yeah so that's probably a part of it um but i mean the ability of like the the level of customization that you can achieve with sb top of search is pretty huge you know being able to add custom images tailor your headline uh to even the customer search or like key brand attributes that you really want to showcase you can do that with video but it requires somebody to watch it Sure. You can also drive to a storefront too, where there's not like a massive amount of competitors. And we've always found like storefront landing pages to be a conversion rate advantage. Sure. So that could be a small piece too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So that was sponsor brand. So I guess key takeaways. Sponsor brand top of search performed really well over Q4. Sponsor brand video, still a great ad placement. Um, and especially for your products, depending on where they're at, if you want to show off more like lifestyle type marketing, or if you have like a very like feature heavy type product, or you want to show the product in use, you know, I'm thinking through like, Kids' toys or different things like that. Like th- there's some formats where videos are definitely helpful there. So even though performance has dropped off a bit, there still great for your overall ad mix. We're still incorporating it in for a ton of our clients. Um, so great to consider there and for sponsored display. So we'll, we'll jump to the third ad type. Uh, so sponsored display overall in terms of ad sales metrics drove about six percent overall. The majority of that was with our product page placements, at about 4.4 percent, and then audience targeting came in around like 1.4 percent. So a pretty small amount. But looking at these results, they, they kind of surprised me too. Um, so sponsor display product page placements, um, a co- or conversion rate was really solid for these. Yeah, and you know. What's your take on that? Uh, sure. When when you look at those results and you see a solid conversion rate, like how do you interpret that?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, in terms of like sales volume and stuff like that, it's a really under, underutilized ad type, but that doesn't affect conversion rate. It's got a super high conversion rate. So sure. per click, they're converting to a lot of orders. I think what it has to be, especially relative to pro- sponsor product, product page placements, where you're in a carousel, SD product page placements are on an island, sure. and they're the first exposure on a product page.
0: And for those who aren't familiar with where these ads are at, they typically show up right below the buy box or below the product bullets. Yeah. So they're pretty far up on the product detail pages. And unlike, like Matt just said, being in a carousel with a ton of different ads, you're shown your ad. You're kind of there on an island and it's a bigger placement too compared to like some of the sponsor products, the the listings and the carousels. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I think that's probably it. Like it's the top of search for a product page. It showcases one product versus like being showcased against a bunch of competitors or other products. So yeah, it's just easier to like click through when you're not presented with all these different choices.
0: Yep. Yeah. And and so this is one that we're, we're big proponents of like just utilizing your sponsor product product targeting information, you can set up product or sponsor display product targeting campaigns really easily. So you can just take what ASINs are working really well on the sponsor product side, kind of translate those to a sponsor display, and you can get these campaigns set up pretty quickly. And even though it's, it adds 5%, it adds 5%. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's, a, it's a strong incremental mover, especially for the extra work that you had to put into it, which is not much because you can utilize the data that you're already generating from the sponsored product side.
1: And it has one of the lowest ACOS, one of the highest ROAS of any ad placement across the sponsored mix.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it's been performing really well and performance actually went up a decent amount over Q4,
1: which is interesting to see. Yeah. Yeah. So like the secret weapon, you just said this, but I just want to reiterate it because it's important. Yeah. You're generating ridiculous amounts of data with your sponsored products, product targeting, most likely, like with a good campaign design, you should be because. Sure. Yeah. Product targets generate tons of volume. Take those lessons from the sponsored product side, implement them with sponsored display product targeting. Chances are you'll see a conversion rate advantage for those targets uh because the placement's on an island. Yeah. And you may see a CPC discount. It may cost less than sponsor products because like it's just not as much utilized. Like you have to create a manual campaign. It's an ancillary ad type kind of, right? So sure. it's just not as top of mind as sponsor product campaigns. And there's no auto-targeting too for sure. it, right? Like SP auto will automatically target, you know, relevant product pages or um, substitutes, compliments, SD, there's no auto targeting option. You have to manually seed it with ASINs. So it's an awesome ad type often carries lower CPCs with great conversion rates.
0: Sure. So the, the final one that we have is sponsored display audience targeting. So this was only 1.4% of the ad sales driven, but definitely had some interesting results. So usually audience targeting, you'd look at it and say, ah, that's maybe more like upper funnel type targeting. Um, but our conversion rate, our reported conversion rate was actually the highest of all ad types um, at 24.3%. Um, you kind of want walk to th- walk through the reasoning for that and how we yeah. utilize sponsored
1: display audience There's targeting. There's a big asterisk there about sure. it having the highest conversion rate because yep. with audience targeting you can choose a cost type of cpc or cpm cpm is the go-to model because there's a lot of off amazon inventory like that's that's the pricing model like sure. there's a back-end conversion for cpc to cpm if you pick cost per click anyways yeah so you know cut to the chase it's more easier to control by choosing a cpm cost target yeah but when you do that it's all view-based attribution sure so whereas all Every other sponsored ad type requires a click through to attribute a sale to that action. Audience targeting with the CPM cost type is only is attributed to views. So they only have to see it. Sure. So they can see an impression, even if the lot la- yeah. And uh, the eventual conversion is attributed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: So yeah, there's that piece. So it's view based attribution versus click based. And so in terms of attributed sales, it's going to be higher because you don't have to click on the ad, say, if you were going to purchase it anyway, you came back and you purchased it and you saw the ad, it's going to attribute that to the sale. So I definitely take that with the grain of salt. The, The other item I would add in is that we typically don't use sponsor display audience targeting for much upper funnel targeting. We tend to focus more on lower funnel strategies when we do utilize sponsor display audience targeting. Um, And and the key reason is that when we're going upper funnel, we're usually utilizing Amazon DSP too. Uh, So for that, it's also in terms of how we're using the ad type overall. So yeah, still a great one to utilize Like if you're looking to set up retargeting or repurchases or start going up and getting more broad as you go this is a great way to kind of get into a lot more of those display advertising tactics that you can utilize for dsp you can test them out there and as you continue to build up your budget now at that point it might make sense to transition over to amazon dsp so yeah so some people were getting kind (laughs) of they're trying to figure out okay why is audience targeting so high and those are some of the reasons that go behind it yeah. So, you know, we're already at the 30 minute mark <laughs> there was a lot to unpack there. What we'll do is in the show notes for this episode, we'll also include a link to um, the LinkedIn post that we did. <laughs> we'll also be breaking this out as an article, just kind of general Q4 trends and benchmarks. Um, So we'll include some links to those pieces once we've got them available. So you can go through a review, see the table as we're going through it. Key takeaways, I would say... Sponsored products, still the major volume driver. So if you're going to focus on one thing, it should be sponsored products and making sure that you've got the right bids and the right placement adjustments to target the right areas. Top of search still is performing really solid compared to the other two placements. So optimize those. Um, sponsor brands is going to be great to include in the mix overall sponsor brand video and sponsor brand top of search are going to kind of split the the spend between those two both have their place sponsor brand top of search has been performing really well so especially if you've got higher price products or you've got a solid brand that you can cross promote different products like sponsor brand video or sponsor brand top of search is a great spot to go. And then the final thing, sponsor display product page placements. If you're not running those, really easy to set up. You can use your sponsor product data, um, set up these new sponsor display campaigns, tend to drive about 5% of ad sales roughly. And conversion rates have looked really good and performance has looked really good. so key pieces to add into your ad mix if you're not currently utilizing them. So any other key takeaways that I missed or items we should cover? No, I think that's it. Yeah, sounds good. So again, well, if you want to see these, I I know that we talked through them, but if you want the visuals go along with it, feel free to pull up the different posts in the show notes and let us know if you have any comments based off of those. So as always, we really appreciate you listening to the Ad Project podcast, and we're definitely looking forward to seeing you on the next episode. Thanks. (laughs)